What up? What's going on, man? You ready to? Are you ready to discuss? Are you ready to cuss? Are you ready to? You know, go up, down, left, right, down, and to the side one time. Frankly, you know, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I am not. Oh, you know, okay. I am. I'm not ready to cuss for once. Mm-hmm. This is a family friendly podcast. You, as you know, right? right. Uh, I don't ever curse on this fucking podcast. So, Ooh, uh, yeah. I'm not ready to cuss. Uh, you know, there's kids listening. I don't know who's listening to this show, but I assume it's some kids. It might be my kids. Hmm. Have you ever thought about that? Because I'm just I've thinking about it now. About, I've never thought about that one, to be honest with you. Yeah, so it might be my kids. Um, and yeah, just, just kind of realizing that now, uh, that really does get me a little bit emotional. Uh, so hello to my kids that may be watching this. You know, let's let's kind of rewind the tape a little bit. Uh, rewind the tape, maybe forty-five seconds. I say it might be my kids, right? Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know for sure. So when I address them, I'm gonna address them like they may be here. So if you guys are here, thank you for listening, man. That means a lot to your father. Mm, you talk to your assuming kids, I your am fans. the father. Uh, like their fans, absolutely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, that's how I was raised. To treat uh, your kids like fans. Wait, did you treat your you know? you treat your parents like fan like like you were you were you were stands of them? No. Uh see no. See what you were about to say was you treat your parents like fans. I do not. Uh they treat me like a fan. Okay, okay. And yes, to follow up with your second thing, yes, I do treat them like I'm a stan of my parents. Yeah. Okay. You write you write letters to them and then you, you drive your you drive your girlfriend off the, the bridge like Stan in the you know, video. You know? Uh, you know, uh, there are some issues with that one. I did write letters, but it is 2021. So I, we do emails now mm. or texts just okay, more okay, convenient. Uh, I think if, you know, if the, the Eminem skit was done, the, uh, I don't know. They still do fan mail, but, uh, so it probably would age well today as well. But, uh, yeah, emails or texts, uh, the, the driving the girlfriend part, uh, have not gone around to that yet mm-hmm. uh i don't have a car right now so i think that's probably the major roadblock got you got you hey man well you just let me know if you need any help with that you know i'm i'm here to support yes, sir. you as co-host of the uh player player podcast player player a video game podcast you know anything i can do to help damn that's crazy i appreciate that man i appreciate that damn what a fucking bit you know sometimes you know sometimes there's just a moment Right, a moment where all the stars align, a moment where the cherubs are singing songs of joy. They just screaming hallelujah that was, up there. That was that was one of those moments right there. That was a prime bit. Neither of us, you know, there was some moments where I was like, "Hmm, do I want to let out a little giggle?" <laughs> to to, to silence the bit, you thought about it. Okay, okay, but you stifled. Yeah, it. I was like, you controlled hmm. yourself. I was like, this is kind of funny. This is kind of funny. Do I need to let out a little bit of giggle? And I was like, you know what? Let me commit to the part. Let me do a little Daniel Day Lewis little character method oh, acting. All right? Okay. Let's Wait, take this is, seriously. Who is Daniel Day Lewis? Like that name sounds so familiar, but like remind me of a role. I mean, I. Can't guarantee you that I've seen anything this man has been in, but he was Abraham Lincoln. Oh, dang, that's crazy! In the movie uh, Lincoln, I believe. Damn, they couldn't get him for a uh, Vampire Slayer, Abraham Lincoln. They should have. They should have had like a crossover. Oof, yeah, I don't know if the budget was uh, <laughs> the budget wasn't good was enough there for, for that one for the yeah. Vampire Hunter movie. Dang, let's see I'm what else was in. He was in the last. Of there the will be blood. Last of Mohicans, I think they had that on at my barbershop one time. <laughs> that sounds like a barbershop ass. Wait, no, wait, no way. This man was actually in the Vampire Hunter. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. No. Oh, I see it right there. Oh, damn. Yeah. We got a good episode. Let's let's get this dang thing. Started. Let's get to it, bro. My guy. And bit over, I'm ready to cuss. I'm ready to fuss. Yeah, I'm ready to move yeah. left, right, up, down, right. Blah, 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 you know Raise what I'm saying? So let's get this Raise kind of fuss. Started. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's sync up and then let's uh, let's start the show. Count us down. All right. Three, two, 
One, clap. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 160 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsen? Talk about death. Talk about death. That's right. Every Thursday of every week, we gather virtual around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a the hoop man all of my co-hosts the owner of fake doors.com arsene lakpa hey guys it's me uh arsene lakpa aka mr fake door aka mr door fake um you know i got a website uh if you go to uh, fake doors.net it will lead you to a broken url it does not lead you anywhere that's kind of a uh, a metaphor a simile some would even call it for our store it's an in-person store um how you get there you know, that, that actually, we do have that information available on Google. So we have a couple of locations around the globe. You know, if you guys just pull on up, you'll get to the front door. You'll open the door. Ooh, and there, the is, there is This is worldwide. It's, it's Mr. Worldwide, you know, um, Mr. Mr. Fake Door, Mr. Worldwide. You know, we're doing we're trying to do a little collab event right now. Um, but yeah, once you pull up to the store, you open up the front door. There is no store. That's the that's basically wow. uh, what you'll see. It, it's basically a door attached to a brick wall. You open it up. Boom. Yeah. Um, but while you're there while you're outside in the parking lot i i will have a table set up at each store there you can buy your own fake door from there so you didn't even have to go up to the door that was just a part of the bit you're 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 a fucking idiot sorry i mean that's just the way it is but you know you know that's just business baby that's how business works so you know come on out to uh arson lockpots fake doors mr fake doors.net and have a good all time wow i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you there was i want to say I zoned out for maybe five seconds. Yeah, yeah. Literally five seconds. I checked back in and I was like, I have no <laughs> clue where we're at in this bit. I don't know how this happened. I am it's completely gone, bro. Lost. It's always off the rails, baby. Uh, shout out to Rick and Morty one time. Uh, yes. I don't know if you saw that skit. I've fake se- doors. I've seen it. You know, the intergalactic. Uh, whatever that cable channel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I rewatched it right before this. Uh, this podcast just so i could remember the bit and reference it once again you know know what i'm talking about and uh it's just hilarious he's over here talking about fake doors all the doors mm-hmm. are fake then he goes he's on the way home <laughs> the, like the commercial's still going he's in traffic and they're like wait a second oh, he, I, was, I was, he walked out <laughs> he goes home <laughs> there's like more fake doors at home unbelievable uh, that's fake doors.com for some reason, not resolving. You would think Adult Swim would be on that, but really dropped the ball there. I'm not going to lie. Come on, Justin Roy. I should just, should just redirect to adultswim.com slash Rick and Morty or whatever, but uh, they're slacking. Anyways, before we get started, before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, because let me tell you, you guys are going to want us to get into the nitty gritty. We will be talking about Death's Door. Um, Given our initial impressions, given the vibe checks, given the recommendations on whether you should buy it or not, um, and maybe depending on how much time we have left, maybe we'll talk about the Steam Deck. But before we get to there, a quick reminder, if you guys want to help support the show, you guys can go to playerplayerpod.com, and there's everything you need there. You can go to the bottom of the page to visit our Kofi link and donate as low as a dollar. Or if you don't want to uh, support monetarily, you can help by sharing the show to your friends Give them the link, playerplayerpod.com. Tell them to check it out. The streaming links, the information about us, it's all there. Uh, and, and please, if you can, if you haven't already, go to iTunes, go to your podcast platform of choice, leave a positive review on this podcast for us, five stars preferably. But that's enough rambling. That's enough intro. And let's just get into it. I'm, I'm ready. How you I'm doing, here. man? I'm good. How, you know? how, how's your life? My life is, uh, you know, pretty swell, bro. Uh, in a non-video game related news, I do want to let you know because you've been trying to put me on the wave for a long time, Nathan. For you, bro, I was, I was, I was, watching, I was watching a couple episodes. I watched, you know, one episode way back when. Loved it. Just never really got into it. Then the other day, I was like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little bored. Let me watch some Nathan for you because it's about time. And golly, man, gotta be 
top ten shows. Not it's just so <laughs> it's so tens. it's so off the rails. It just fits my personality so well that I'm just like there's no like every I time know. I watch an episode, I'm like I I'm I don't feel like I'm awake. I feel like I'm like in some type of like dream, <laughs> some dream hell or something like that, where I'm like, what what is happening on my screen right now? But you know, overall, it's always a good time. So uh, shout I out mean, to Nathan one time for that. Yeah, watching that show. As I was, I was like, "This is an arson ash." Just yeah. <laughs> bouncing off the walls with insanity. It's almost like Eric Andre, yes, except yes, the white collar vert, like more put together. Right. It's like, like clean. just not just crazy. Yeah, clean. Eric, give me, give me some some of your favorite moments, or give me some of the skits that you saw. I guess they're not skits, but give me some of the the episodes that you remember watching gotcha. recently okay so i'm only on episode i just finished up episode four uh so you know i'm definitely not mm-hmm. too far in there but um sure straight off the bat episode two uh santa claus episode they start oh, he tries to get a santa God. to um get him some try to help his brand as a santa as a mall santa um so he tries to freaking uh set up a santa's like workshop where you take pictures with the kids or whatever in the middle of the mall without permission he's getting thrown out everybody's yelling santa freaking starts squaring up on one of the security guards he's like are we gonna have a problem sir and i'm like there's no way like every all the people who he goes to there's like certain people in the show that i feel like nathan has to just like slip these people in as like actors bro because i'm like there's no way that these are no real. Way. there's no way like the santa claus guy he was like you know it was it, it was just too much and then the, the guy in ep, there was episode four or i know obviously you know saying the episode number doesn't really matter that much but he right. hired a guy as a security guard and security guard was oh like, that yeah. guy <laughs> he was like yeah sorry uh i just like sorry my, my vice is uh you know staring at women's chest and i'm like what like this man can't do his job because he's staring <laughs> at boobs like that, that's not real this is not a real skit and then they bring him in at the end like talking about some yeah here's your reward for you know being a good security guard i'm like nah bro the show is fake it had or not the show is fake but some certain elements of the show they have to be sliding them in because everything else is just so real they have to be fucking with us but then again I, yeah, also I, I think they could, there are <laughs> they could just be all be real people but it's just too crazy i feel like there are maybe some God, there has to be. I don't know. I don't. Re- I remember we looked into this, and I don't remember the answer. The outcome. There's got to be because yes, yeah, some. But the the crazy part is, you can tell when some of the people are legit people, and you're like, oh no, right? Like, there's no, there's no way they're making a performance this bad. Mm-hmm. That's this believable. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But gotta love Nathan for you. What else is going on, man? Um. Just watching a couple of movies as well, you know. I'm trying to trying to was throwing it back to the uh, to back in the day. Watched uh, Beverly Hills Cop with Angelique. Wow. Um, so that was a good time, you know. Nice little uh, cop film um, from the '80s. And then we started watching Clueless, you know, cult classic from the '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, that honestly, bro, that movie is on some like it might be. It, not in the not up there, but like in the same ballpark as like Nathan for you and Eric Andre show, bro. Like I did not expect that from this movie. I'm like watching this. I'm like, this is the movie that everybody is like, oh yeah, this movie was like dope. It was like a cult classic, yada yada. The movie is off the rails, bro. I don't know. Like half the times I would look at my screen, I'm like, why is this happening? What 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 is the what is the goal? What is the plot? Why are these characters doing these uh, certain actions? So, uh, if you guys wanna want a wild ride, Clueless, bro. That's the that is the movie for you. But other than that, maybe I gotta chilling, rewatch man. it because you've seen. I, I, I feel like I've seen it on Disney Channel. Maybe I'm tripping. Was this, mm, would this be a show it, that would play on Disney Channel? I don't think so. No, it's got uh, they got okay. weed and oh, high school parties no. and stuff. Yeah, hell so no. not 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 a, not a yeah. Mickey's not allowing that one, but it was definitely a wild ride, and it's got Ant Man in it. So shout out Ant Man. Oh, shout out Ant Man. Shout out Paul Rudd. But yeah, man. What uh, what's going on in your life? How's the past week been treating you? Uh, what's going on, man? Uh, well, Amanda's dad came into town. Turn up. So our weekend was chilling with him, having a good time. Uh, you know, kind of doing a little bit of touristy stuff, going out to eat, showing them around, stuff like that. Um, was this his first time so- in Seattle? correct correct okay nice uh 
so yeah that was chill uh other than that nothing major um did watch the season finale of loki which we discussed offline yes sir uh, you know i always love when you and i come in with polarizing opinions or like you know mm-hmm. opposite opinions on on a certain episode or game or whatever and this was one of those cases where we were going back and forth i don't want to get into it too much just in case the people at home haven't seen it although if y'all are on social media that shit has been spoiled from you know from <laughs> hour one all over the damn out, place i know yeah people ain't got no home training no more they just drop spoilers like they they got a disease or something like that so uh don't want to spoil it but i'm 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 very happy about the future of the mcu i'll just say that same um other than that uh just been playing played death of an outsider nice um i guess we'll do a quick game check uh played death of an outsider um and that's definitely one of those games where i'm like man this is this just is such a great series slash you know gameplay loop um slash you know style of game for mm-hmm. me that is probably one of my top i don't know what styles of game of all time where this game is very much like i'm playing it and i'm saying like if somebody is playing this fresh or somebody doesn't really care about the dishonored franchise at all or didn't really care about the mechanics this game might be a seven or an eight but i'm playing it and i'm like hmm, this is probably hitting close to a nine for me wow just because just because I love the level design and the stealth mechanic so much and I'm having so much fun with that and, and, and trying to get that undetected run and, and kind of the puzzle solving you need to to make that happen. That's just personally for me, like it's it's the perfect example of like you see somebody having fun with a game and you're like, I, I don't get it. Like I understand the game is good or whatever. But this game is like a 7 out of 10. Why are you that hyped about this game? That's kind of like, like I don't care what other people think this game is. If you mm-hmm. think it's a 7, if you think it's an 8, it doesn't matter to me. This game is getting me excited and just like has me, like I like Amanda was like, I haven't seen you play a game this long, like straight over a weekend in a long time. That's, that's kind of the vibes. That <laughs> How long were you playing game. straight? Uh... Like, you know, like I said, her dad was in town, but pretty much every time, every moment we were at home, I I, like I put in a couple hours. I think I put in probably eight hours this past weekend. um, Wow. And I just started. And that's, you know, that's with us not being home uh, that much during the the weekend. So, yeah, I mean, I'll talk about it more on the on the uh, monthly cooldown next week, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. But. I had to put it on pause, obviously, for that store. Um, yeah, and other than that, nothing, nothing, nothing too wild going on in the in the life that I can think of. I okay. saw Black Widow. Oh, I feel like that's happened. I feel like that's happened since even the last podcast. I just forgot to bring it up. So yeah, yeah, nothing nice. too crazy. You want you want to just jump into it? Let's jump into it, bro. I'm ready. All right, guys. Death's Door. We've been talking about this uh, game for the past couple episodes as, we, as we've been seeing impressions, as we've been seeing previews, uh, as we saw like the, the big trailer at E3. The game is finally upon us, uh, and we've both been playing it for a little bit of time. Neither of us have beaten it because the game just came out pretty much one day ago, like basically yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so not a ton of time with it. But we can give our impressions. Before we do that, I want to give a quick pitch on the game, get people set up with what is Death's Door if you haven't heard us talking about it or if you've heard us talking about it but still don't know what it is. Basically, the pitch is you are in the shoes of or in the crow's feet of a crow. All right. You get off the bus. You end up in this gray world, uh, very bureaucratic looking uh hub world you land in uh full of crows and it's like okay you have a job to do your job is to collect souls and bring them back to the soul bank that is your job as a 
crow reaper or whatever ever they call these these crows with this job um are basically the grim reaper of this death door universe um so you go on your 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 soul hunting you fight the boss what happens actually because you do you actually you don't collect the soul of the 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 pre like the intro boss right no you don't okay so you go on your first mission you fight your boss for whatever reason you don't collect the soul of the of the the person you're or the the thing you're tasked to take the soul of um and basically you're thrown into this other world where you learn hey look something's going wrong something's weird here um there's a giant door and we need to feed this door some giant ass souls to open this thing up and get to the bottom of what's going on. So it's your job now to hunt down these giant souls and uh, get to the bottom of what's going on here. Is that a good synopsis? Is there anything you would like to add? Um, no, I think you got you covered it without spoiling anything. You know, I think uh, any further detail to that, you know, baseline plot would probably you know spoil like kind of the the big like, oh, okay, this is our our true yeah. plot. We don't want to we don't want to go give you yeah. guys too much. No, just right, know you right. you got a task. You, you got a task that you're trying to complete, and it involves getting these three big old souls. Exactly, exactly. And I don't I don't want to give too many spoilers, but. Uh, from a gameplay perspective, I guess I'll give you guys a rundown. It's uh, very Zelda-like. Um, it seems uh, kind of the same ilk as Tunic. Um, not uh, visually, but uh, kind of like game design-wise, they both feel very similar. Um, it is a top, not top-down, but... Isometric, I think, is the, the terminology. Uh, it's an isometric, like, uh, I you'd guess, say, probably uh, say an isometric top down, uh, action RPG game. I think might be the action RPG. If you want, if you want to throw some terminology kind of, in there, yeah. Yeah, it's not quite a Metroidvania, right? Right now. Oh, it's kind of, mm, I'd say it's kind of Metroidvania just because of how you need to use your uh, certain areas are locked to you, um, until yeah. you, uh, you know, get abilities from other regions yeah. and then you can come back to that area. So I'd say it's Metroidvania. Right. So here's the deal guys. You're basically, you know, gorgeous art style. Um, you're controlling this crow top down isometric. Uh, you start out with one ability as you progress, you gain new abilities to open up, you know, different areas of the the map. You know, you can go revisit areas with, with your abilities. Uh, and along the way you find, you know, generally easy uh, uh, enemies that, you know, can come at you individually or in huge swarms to increase the challenge. Or you'll see mini bosses pretty frequently uh, that will also give you a pretty good challenge, um, as well as the main uh, big bosses in the game. So that's kind of what you're dealing with from a gameplay perspective. Um, as far as difficulty, I would say this is uh a little more difficult than average in my opinion mm -hmm. uh if you know if ratchet and clank is average based on you know the mo one of the more recent games we've played um this is a little more uh difficult than average it's definitely not on the spectrum of a souls like or even hollow knight is is more difficult than this for sure um, but it does offer, uh, a, I think, a, a really decent level of challenge for what it is, which was kind of nice. So let's just get into it, man. Give me I'm your here. impressions. First impressions, impressions. Death Store. Um, for me, I booted up the game yesterday pretty much almost instantly as soon as it was unlocked on Steam. I was ready to see what, what Death Store had to, uh, to offer me. Um, and so far... I've been loving it. I, I don't think I have a negative thing to say about the game so far, which I think is um, pretty, pretty rare. Like for me, you know, obviously I think I am a, a bit more lenient on games. Um, but at the end of the day, I tend to all I tend to have like one thing that I like to critique. 
and I don't really have that in this game. I think uh, the only there's like one small thing, and that may be like some uh, enemy difficulty. But I consider that a non-factor. I think you know, in that situation, I, I look to myself and I say, "Hey, bro, just get good, bro." That's pretty much all you all you really can do in the in that scenario. So, mm-hmm. um, starting off very strong for this game. No real downsides to it. Um, the game is just beautiful. Um, you have like everything just seems like super super polished and i think that's one of the like biggest things i look for in uh, in like in games like you know sometimes the way like you know your character moves and the way that you know enemies move and things within the world like interact with each other can seem a little mm-hmm. bit off but i think that in death store it seems super fluid everything seems super fluid to me i think that might be the best way to describe it and um it makes for a very like seamless experience it makes for like a very like you, i always feel immersed in the game world of death store i never feel like i'm like you know oh i'm doing too much hopping into the menu doing this and doing that or oh i'm doing this i feel like i'm always in the world always experiencing um the beautiful like you know backdrops and uh environments that the game has to offer so um on a visual level game's great on a uh audio level bro the music the music be hitting bro it's definitely uh top tier uh music you know i think hollow knight back in 2017 had some really great music this one i would say um maybe you know i'll I'll reserve this until the end of the you know until we get to the end of the game but i want to say right now that it may be you know rivaling that level of like you know musical like grandeur i think that might be the the word i'm looking for here um but yeah like a lot of the times where like you're in battle or even when while you're just walking around um the environments uh you're just like met with these like great scores that just like make you feel immersed even more within the world so um that's two that's two for two right there bro like nothing is missing so far then we get to the combat the combat is straight i don't think it's like oh go ahead before we before we before we go into the the mechanics uh, I want to give my impressions, and then we'll dive a little deeper into each of the mechanics, so we can yeah, go ahead and go take the wheel, bro. Because you hear me, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking. I was about to drive us off a cliff, bro. I was about to freaking take oh, off. Yeah, you're about to zoom, zoom, zoom us off that dang cliff. So, you know, for me as well, uh, you guys know I had higher expectations for this game, and I think I'm gonna drop some some shocking news here. This game didn't really meet. Well, I'm not that far in yet. I'll mm-hmm. say that. It's good. It's not meeting my expectations yet, though. I'm going to say that. It's okay. not meeting my expectations. Uh, you know, I'm not 100% vibing with the game. Ooh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because it's fucking exceeding expectations. Whoa, Let's fucking go. I My soul is, is attuned to this fucking game, buddy. Whoa. Let's fucking go. I'm high Hold on, on death door, second, right? Let me let me tell you what just happened to me right now, bro. What you just did to me, you pulled the wool. Not only did you pull the wool over me, or what's the expression? You pulled the wool over my eyes? Over your eyes, yeah. You pulled this shit over my entire body, bro. Because I genuinely wow. was about to say, I was about to say, dang, bro, you really didn't like it? Like, why were you getting so hype? I don't understand. You, I, I was a sheep, bro. I am the sheep. So you got me. So congratulations to you on that. Continue, continue. Thank you. Let me go ahead and... Where's the applause? Get your applause, bro. You deserve All it, right. bro. That's some Oscar right there. Thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you guys. There are games, right? There are games that are just special, right? I tweeted this out. I said, I played a little bit of this. And I can tell... This game is going to be special. There are certain games that, that, that you cross in your lifetime. The Celestes, the Hollow Knights, uh, It Takes Two. Games where you start playing it and you realize, oh, this is a vision unlike any other vision I've seen before. This is a world that is very well thought out and very well built. And this is about to be a journey. I'm going to, I'm going to go on, Mm -hmm. I'm going to embark on. I could immediately tell once I stepped into, I would say the first, uh, world and then kind of, I guess the second world as well. Um, I could immediately tell, okay, these guys did it. This game so far, like you said, is hitting all the right notes. Um, just talking in a holistic level. Because, uh, you know, I, I said we'll come back to the individual things that, that so far have, have made this game so great. Um, 
there are certain details and, or I guess certain levels of attention to detail uh, that this game does that really kind of makes you believe, okay, like this is, this is not just a game that is taking inspiration from this or that. This is not, you know, kind of your run of the mill. Hey, we are taking these mechanics and we're giving the player some reason to engage with these special mechanics that we, we made. So the story's not, you know, completely there. This is a game that you can tell these guys had an idea. They had a, a, a dream of what they wanted to make. And, you know, unbelievably, it seems like they executed on all cylinders mm-hmm. at such a perfect level to the point where it's like, okay, we're not doing too much here. We're not trying to do everything. I don't know what their budget was, but this game is three gigabytes on the Xbox uh, Series X. It's three gigabytes. And like you said, it's just so polished where the textures are fantastic. Like just, just the, the look and feel of the, the different environments you get to visit so far have been awesome for me. The weapon effects, the enemy animations, although simple at some points, all have a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even the combat... And the dialogue and the music all kind of blends together to 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 work towards that. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I I think this is really kind of the example of a really awesome vision executed at one of the highest possible levels, right? I put this up here with the Cupheads with the Hollow Knights, the Celeste, all those things that when you think of this game, you you think of something very specific and you think of like a very specific vision and world associated with those games. I think this is right up there with it. So, I mean, I I can't so far give this game uh, any higher praise based off of what I've played so far and and based on my uh, initial expectations. So that's that. That's insane. So this game is, all right, I'm just going to, you know, I want to ask you this question. What is this looking sure. like in, I don't know, hope I'm not derailing too much from the conversation, but what is this looking no, like in terms no. of your uh, game of the year contenders? Where are we placing it? Yes. So right now, like, I, it's hard to say because still my game of the year until I beat this game and I can fully evaluate it mm-hmm. is it takes two. Okay. Um, and personally, when I look at game of the year, for myself, I I say, okay, what is the game that gave me the most unique experience, the most polished experience, and the most like, okay, I played this game this year, and this changed how I think about games in some fashion, right? Last year, it was Last of Us. Like, Last of Us didn't do anything incredibly new, but the way that they told that story, the way that the the gameplay and everything kind of all, you know, kind of came together, it really was almost the pinnacle of what a cinematic single player, like narrative type game could be. Mm -hmm. Uh, This year, it takes two, similar for the co-op genre, where I'm playing it and I'm surprised around Every corner, every level is surprising and kind of takes me and, and kind of says, oh, my God, like, I can't believe they put this in here. I, I was never expecting this. This is incredible. Like, it seems like they were always thinking out of the box, which is why it's currently my game of the year. Uh, okay, okay. I haven't pl- I haven't played enough of this, but right now it's looking really competitive, I'll say. Okay. I would I would say this already beats out Ratchet and Clank Whoa. so far. It, you know, okay. I'm only I'm only two hours in, or maybe three hours in. I don't know, but I'm only a little bit in. If the impressions that I'm hearing are, you know, hit meet the expectations that I have for the rest of the game, and they keep up this pace and polish, I think it could surpass Ratchet and Clank because I think just the world that they're building. And the experience is very unique, right? Like, I played Ratchet & Clank, and although it's a very good game, it's definitely in the top three, no doubt. 
it's still ratchet and clank all right at the end of the day it's more ratchet and clank and i don't feel like i needed to play this or like me mm-hmm. playing this game really changed my opinion on anything as far as ratchet and clank games go or as far as that type of platformer shooter type genre this is definitely a game where i don't know what genre you were th- genre you would throw it in but just the small details that they're adding very unique and it's it already feels like a world that i'll remember for a long time in the future i'll say that okay okay got you got you what about you how how are you feeling also how far are you in okay um how far am i in i just looked at my i looked at my steam time it says i'm five i put in five hours i think it's a little bit less than that um just due to like idle time so probably around like four and a half hours um Mm -hmm. beating two bosses out of the uh out of the the giant boys that i need to defeat and um yeah so i'm now in like the third i guess like major biome of the game gotcha um Okay. I'm just loving it, bro. I'm just that's all I can really say. Like I don't like like I was saying earlier, not never it has not been a dull moment for me. Even like the the minor things of like just walking around, bro. There's always something to look at or you know, there's always like, you know, mm-hmm. I love those games where there's like little hidden secrets in areas what or whatnot yeah. just to explore. Or even even like you know, since it kinda has like that Metroidvania like aspect to it. Um, just like kind of like making the mental notes to myself, like, oh, okay, I see this area here. Can't quite access it yet. Let me, you know, make a little mental note and then I'll double back here when I have the chance to like that type of stuff, you know, just really get really getting the old noggin, like getting them, getting my noggin jogging as the kids would say nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, um, definitely love the little moments like that. Um, I think I will talk just very briefly, just to, just to, just to cover it. So I don't have to talk about it anymore the thing that has pissed me off in the game, some of the enemies. Sure. Bro. Some of the enemies just okay. have uh, kind of given me, you know, kind of made me, you know, curse a little bit, you know, be like, damn, bro, what what is this guy even doing? Like, why is he attacking me like this? What is this? Like, this is, is bullshit. Yada, yada, you know, typical gamer rage. Um, but at the end, at the <laughs> yeah. end of the day, though, you know, I'll eventually beat the, the guy. It'll, I'll become and I literally become stronger afterwards. I'm like a Saiyan, bro. I, I'm, mm. I'm literally Goku. Right. I, I I get my ass beat a little bit, come back, uh, defeat this guy, and now whenever I run into that enemy in the future, I'm whooping his ass ever, from here on out. So right. you know, despite that, those little annoyances, the game, the, all the rest of the game is just still perfect to me. So <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I I want to talk about that that enemy thing because I I also am playing it and it was the thing that I. One of the things where, I mean, I guess I had thoughts about a lot of different aspects of this, but Mm -hmm. it is like the enemies are, there's, there's definitely a level to it where you start and you're like, okay, is this going to be easy? And then very shortly after they kind of turn up the heat in one way in terms of like, hey, we're going to just send a lot of guys at you and you're going to have to manage type. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is cool. And then they kind of challenge you in the other way with like, Hey, here's a mini boss. You're going to have to take this guy head on. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's definitely moments where either trying to fend off giant waves of people or fighting mini bosses where I'm like, God, like, I'm like, why am I like, I feel like this game is almost too easy for me to feel like I should be dying here when I've beaten games like Hollow Knight or, 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 uh, or, you know, Sekiro or whatever. But, also, I feel like it does a good balance of like I, I went a decent while without dying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started, um, I guess I died when I first started the game because I fell off the fucking map. That was that was one where I literally fell off the map in the hub world. And that I was that like, exact same thing like, happened to me. <laughs> why don't I was like, why don't they have like invisible walls? But at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't really need it. And I kind of like that it's not there because it's like it, it, it's like, oh, you have to be aware. Granted, some of like the movements, like when you're walking across bridges, I won't say it's perfect. Like controlling isn't like pixel perfect. So sometimes I'll I, like there's been like maybe one or two times where I've fallen off doing mm-hmm. a roll or swinging my sword or something. And I'm like, nah, OK, so. If something like that happens, I would assume that we'd probably need invisible walls to like just don't let me fall off. But 
it's not that much of an annoyance. And also, another big thing about the game is the there's no death penalty besides having to start from the last checkpoint, wherever that was. So I was playing the game kind of under the assumption that I would lose all my souls when I died. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, like, oh, I just come back. So that kind of also lessens the blow of dying to some of these people. Whereas in a game like Hollow Knight or Sekiro, you do need to have those games be super accurate and you do always need to feel like you're the one that fucked up or else you're definitely going to rage because you have such a big penalty for dying in those games. Right. So I'm, I'm lukewarm. I'm not lukewarm. It's not that big of a deal to me, but I, I, I'm in the same camp as you is where I'm like, I get impatient sometimes because I'm like, this game isn't that hard. I can right. just fucking go in, bro. I don't need to be sitting here learning these damn patterns. And I kind of get, I kind of get punished for that. And I'm like, ah, God damn it, bro. And sometimes these mini bosses and some of these regular guys, sometimes they be hoeing me. So I don't know. I feel that. This is definitely to all the people listening right now. When I know you guys are going to go right now and uh, buy the game, but this is a cautionary tale to you. This isn't a baby game. You know, I, I was definitely, no. I, I had that th- those exact, literally the exact same thoughts you just said. I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> this game is like, you know, it's cool and all. But at the end of the day, it's a baby game. Absolutely not, bro. And then I got, I got my shit kicked in and I was like, all right, well, no baby can play this. And I remember earlier you said, you know, comparing it to Ratchet and Clank. I would personally, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it kind of, I don't, I don't personally think that it like fits in one, like, you know, little well, on a number scale, like let's say Ratchet and Clank is like a five on a scale. I would say the sure. Death's Door is like a pendulum almost, where it swings from like f- mm. three or four to like seven, depending on Absolutely. like you know where you are in the game. Like it's definitely it'll hit that three to four pretty much any time that you're just like you know doing exploration, and you're trying to get from point A to point mm-hmm. B, and there's enemies in the way. That's definitely like a three. You don't really have a lot of threat to your life. Seven when you start to get into those like you know dedicated challenge rooms where you need to clear the, out this room when they're trying to pose yeah. a challenge that's that's when i think the, the like the difficulty really spikes and then it basically any other time can be somewhere in between that three and seven so um this mm-hmm. is definitely a uh a swing i feel like most games can kind of be like that but you know a, a ratchet and clank per se and that, that's probably like a it's like I a steady say, five or that's a steady five i'd say so yeah yeah because i mean i boosted the ratchet and clank difficulty like i i I didn't go on average i went on like a difficulty up and even then it wasn't that bad it was like maybe a six right 5.5 or something because those are just like bullet sponge games where it's just you got to hit them more times pretty much right right um and then also yeah you 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 talked about this already but man the music just like Mm -mm -mm. it's, it's shocking right you know and i'll talk about this i think over the past decade or you know i could probably think of games farther back but definitely over the past decade there have been these indie games um that really just kind of fire on all cylinders like the s tier of indie games uh and like i've already named them hollow knight celeste uh cuphead stuff like that but really hollow knight and celeste in this case where both of those games have fantastic soundtracks like have no business being as good as they are uh, and this is another one where I you enter some areas and I'm just like, whoa, like this is hard. Like this battle music is hard. Like some of just some of the random rooms you enter uh, and kind of how the intensity kind of ratchets up, ratchets up in some areas along with the music. Man, it's just it works perfectly, too, with your mood when you're playing right like the tempo picks up the beat kind of gets more actiony and dynamic mm-hmm. and it really kind of gets me in the mood to take on whatever challenge they're throwing at me in a lot of cases so far uh so this is definitely one i could see myself throwing on spotify to just kind of be like damn some of these tracks are so clean man just so bops, bro just absolute bops yes and and shout out i mean it's really crazy that two people made this game like granted they did say that they had like they had contractors and stuff like that but one of the two people made the music did the level design um and and is responsible for basically all the sound design which is super awesome uh so 
absolute kudos uh, for that. And, you know, another example of, man, it's, it's just, it just all comes together so nicely. How do you, how do you get like that, bro? Like, how do you, how can you be this talented where you can make just, I don't just know. hits after hits in a video? Like, it's not just one song in the, throughout the, throughout the game that no. it's just, oh, wow, this song is catchy. It's like just throughout the entire ambiance of the game. It's a whole ass it's album. Yeah. It's a whole ass album, bro. It's just too, it's not fair, I mean, bro. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to those <laughs> level. We're literally on that Toby Fox shit. Undertale also asked, S tier game of this caliber where you're like, how the fuck? How did how did Toby do all this? This is crazy. Some of the tracks on Undertale are iconic. I still listen to them. And this to whole this project day. was made by one guy. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come uh, I mean, I don't know. So, is there anything else? So, I mean, I'm sure we'll like. We'll have to, we probably won't do a full episode, but we'll have to come in and give our final thoughts once we've both, both beaten the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, another thing I, I think I like, and, you know, I, I'll say this. Here's the trifactor, right? Mm-hmm. We need good lore. Like, the storytelling doesn't have to be super in your face or super overt, but there has to be good lore there. There has to be a backstory and there has to be an interesting reason for you to do what you're doing. I feel like if you're going to get in that S tier of indie games, Undertales, the uh, Celeste, the Hollow Knights, I feel like you have to hit that. This game does that for me so far. And from what I'm hearing, it goes even further, like the deeper you get into the game. Interesting. Um, interesting. Combat. I feel like, like I said, they're not doing too much. They give you three different projectile style weapons. You get a couple different melee weapons and you can just upgrade those. But it all feels very fluid and and it all feels very balanced, right? Nothing besides, okay, do you use the charge up slash attack at all? I, uh, mm. Not often enough. There was in the past, uh, the second biome, I was using it kind of semi-frequently. Um, but then I turned the okay. game off. And then when I turned it back on, I forgot about it until you just, you know, mentioned it to me right now. Yeah. So, no. Short I, answer. I <laughs> no. very rarely use it. Yeah. So, besides that feature, everything else feels very purposeful, very balanced. Um, so, shout out to that in terms of, like, uh, gameplay slash fighting mechanics. And then the music, obviously, we talked about. Slaps. Art style. I guess there's four. Art style, too. Slaps. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't say anything else. I can't recommend it more. So, do you have any other thoughts? Mm, just one last little thought. Um, just talking about, like, the characters. I think we kind of um, skipped over these guys a little bit. But all the characters oh, so far, yeah. in my opinion, they, they've got... They got the sauce to them, bro. There's like, you know, certain games yeah. where, you know, you'll have like a a cast of characters in the game that can, you know, they're they're memorable in some way, shape, and form. And I think that uh it may not be reaching the Undertale levels where we have like, you know, your Sans, your Papyrus, you know, people that are constantly quoted, but definitely a lot of mm-hmm. the characters in this game I feel like are already starting to, you know, I'm starting to see, you know, screenshots of, you know, characters who who may only have a couple of lines in the in the game, as far as I know. Um, but like just the fact that these characters are even like I'm, I'm seeing them on on Twitter and whatnot, that just already shows you, bro. They got they got they got the sauce to them. They're they're fun. They're uh they add to the world. They're not just like some uh straight up jabronis on the side of the that are just like afterthoughts there's one character i think that you you'll you'll probably meet once you yeah you'll meet it when meet this character when you get to the uh third biome area Mm -hmm. just had me just the the what that character is and we may discuss this a little bit next week during the monthly cooldown just what that character was just Mm -hmm. it it had me dying bro i was like there's no way like this this shit is too funny so um (laughs) gotta gotta love those like those moments that the the developers like to put in so uh yeah shout out acid nerve man that's that's my last that's my last little thought there shout out to acid nerve kind of bouncing off that character's comment like absolutely i think there's such a good balance of like comedy and kind of like 
uneasiness, seriousness, creepiness, um, especially, for example, in that first biome, there is very much a character that I think of as like, man, this is a pretty funny ass character that, you know, is kind of reoccurring through this first uh, big biome mm-hmm. uh, or environment. And then there's also very specific moments where I'm like, holy shit, like one of those, not like a real jump scare type moment, but mm, like, wow, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't like that. And it, it was kind of fun how they added those in there. Uh, and so far, a lot of the vibe of the rest of the game, like it really hits whatever tone. I don't know how to describe the tone that the game is going for, but it really hits whatever tone that is. So, you know, it's very fun. It's very playful, but also, you know, a little, little weird. Like the world is a little weird and a little unsettling as well, depending on kind of who you're coming across. So, shout out Acid Nerve. Shout out Acid Nerve, indeed. I think that's it, man. That's it for me. Wrap us up. We gotta, we gotta wrap this show up. Everybody, go buy Death's Door. Don't wait for it to come to Game Pass. Don't wait for it to come to PlayStation, PS5, whatever. Just go ahead and buy it on PC or Xbox because this is definitely one of the games that will be in the Game of the Year discussion by the end of the year. This is going to be fantastic. Also, before we end, I also want to say Hades, also in the S-tier rank of indie games that really kind of went above and beyond uh, to do what they needed to do. So shout out Hades as well. But with that, guys, thank you for listening to player player if you enjoyed it please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice rate us five stars on itunes and tell your friends about us if you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at player player pod big shout out to aaron miller for the intro music as always follow him at the miller child on instagram you can find me on social media as the hoop man where the e is a three and you can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, go play Death's Door. Keep on gaming.